0: RTHK News.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories chaos reigns at Legco as rival camps attempt to hold meetings on extradition laws. Meanwhile, a senior think tank official says foreign critics of the extradition changes are just scoring political points, and Hong Kong culls 6,000 pigs after its first African swine fever case. There's been chaos at the Legislative Council with several lawmakers injured as the two rival political camps feud over a bills committee discussing extradition laws. Maggie Hole rounds up the morning's events.
2: Some Pan-Democrats spent the night in Leshko, while others arrived at 8 a.m. for the beginning of what they considered to be the legitimate version of the Bills Committee meeting at 8.30 a.m. Half an hour later, members of the pro-establishment camp arrived for what they and the Leshko Secretariat considered to be the legitimate meeting. While Pan-Democrats argued that the committee elected Democrat James Toh as chairman last week, the pro-establishment camp and the secretariat say the meeting that elected him was not legitimate. They insist pro-Beijing veteran Abraham Shek is in charge of the committee, in line with guidelines set by Lechko's House committee. Pan-Democrats surrounded Mr. Shek on his arrival, and at least four lawmakers reported being injured in the scuffles that followed. The pro-establishment camp left a room to hold a discussion elsewhere in the complex. Some Pan-Democrats followed them and urged them to cancel their meeting. Other Pan-Democrats stayed where they were to discuss the extradition proposals. The Secretariat announced the resumption of the meeting it recognizes in a different conference room shortly before 12. The discussion lasted only a few minutes as Pan-Democrats seized the chairman's seat. Pro-establishment lawmakers say they will consider making a report to police. On
1: Both meetings have now been adjourned. Mr. sheck says he will continue to preside over future meetings until a chairman is formally elected, a process that has already started. He says his committee is operating legitimately and said the pan-democrats should go to court if they believe otherwise.
2: But now they said that we are illegal. I do not want to say they are illegal because it's not for me to say. If they are not happy with the White House committee, there's always a route go to judicial review. Okay? So the answer to you is very simple. It is legal.
1: The Labour Party's Fernando Chung said it was the pro-establishment camp that disrupted the meeting. No, we didn't call for a chaotic scene. We were having a proper meeting. Uh, until um, the pro-establishment uh, people came in. Um, and apparently they were trying to hold their meeting, which uh, we think it is improper. So I think we have to resolve this in a civilized manner instead of uh, just uh, stomping in and trying to hold their meeting while we're having our meeting. Meanwhile, Lao Siu Kai, the vice president of the semi-official Chinese Association of Hong Kong Macau Studies think tank, says overseas critics of the extradition changes are using the bill to score political points. Lao Siu Kai says tense relations between Beijing and Taiwan, as well as confrontations with the United States, give foreign players a motive to use the issue to attack China. And Professor Lao says Hong Kong needs to act to close a legal loophole, allowing fugitives to hide out here.
2: Well, even if some people have doubt about China's legal system, still we are facing a very serious problem. Hong Kong cannot continue to be an asylum for fugitives, which threaten China's national security. That means, despite the fact that we, some people in Hong Kong, might be skeptical of China's legal system, still we need to do something to make sure that Hong Kong will not become a base of national security threats against China. Otherwise, the future of one country, two two systems will be jeopardized.
1: Work is underway to cull 6,000 pigs at the Sheng Shui Slaughterhouse after Hong Kong reported its first case of the deadly African swine fever. But Health Chief Sophia Chan has played down concerns.
0: The operation of the
2: Shangshou uh, uh, slaughterhouse will be suspended until the completion of the disinfection work. So, we envisage that uh, fresh pork uh, supply will be reduced in the near future. However, as Chinwan uh, Uh, slaughterhouse is not affected and will operate as normal so there will still be a limited supply of uh, live pigs available to the market. So we would uh, repeat that um, uh, ASF will not be transmitted to human and hence posing no food uh, safety risk.
1: You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Vice Premier Liu He says a new round of trade talks with the United States will take place in Beijing after two days of discussions in Washington ended without agreement. He didn't give a date for the new talks. Meanwhile, US President Donald Trump said he had asked his officials to prepare tariffs on virtually all imports from China after imposing a 25% rate on imports worth 200 billion US dollars yesterday. The United States is sending an additional Navy ship and a Patriot air defense system to the Gulf as tensions with Iran escalate. The Pentagon says Tehran may be preparing operations against U.S. forces. The BBC's Steve Jackson reports. The USS Arlington, which carries amphibious vehicles and aircraft, had already been scheduled to go to the Middle East, but its deployment is being brought forward. It will join a strike group headed by an aircraft carrier, the USS Abraham Lincoln, which has just passed through the Suez Canal on the way to the Gulf. Patriot missiles are also being sent to protect U.S. forces in the area. Tensions have been increasing ever since President Trump pulled the U.S. out of an international deal to stop Iran pursuing nuclear weapons. Tehran has described the latest deployments as psychological warfare aimed at intimidating Iran. The United Nations says the Houthi rebel group in Yemen is planning to withdraw its forces from three key ports over the coming days, in the first major step since a ceasefire was agreed in December. A UN spokesman, Faram Haq, said the move could help provide aid to millions of desperate people.
2: About 10 million people in Yemen are just a step or two away from famine. And a lot of the aid that goes through Hodeidah port through Al-Salif port and Rasisa, those three ports are critical lifelines through which we can then transmit aid throughout the country. And at a time of massive hunger, massive humanitarian need, and as well a problem with a renewed outbreak of cholera, we really need desperately to get food and medicine to people.
1: A civil rights activist in Poland who is being prosecuted for displaying edited images of the Virgin Mary in support of gay rights has defended her actions. Elspieta Poldershna had put up posters showing the black Madonna of Częstochowa, one of Poland's holiest icons, with a halo in the rainbow colours of an LGBT pride flag. She said her actions were a response to the church listing homosexuality as a sin.
2: This is something which is uh, unbelievable for me in the 21st century, in the center of Europe. Sexual orientation is not a sin or a crime, and a holy mother uh, would protect such people from uh, the priests who think it is uh, okay to condemn other people.
1: To sport now, and the English Premier League's most dramatic season in years reaches its finale tomorrow, with Manchester City needing victory at Brighton to ensure the title. Brighton have been criticised for the negative style of this season, but City boss Pep Guardiola says he's not sure what to expect.
0: We talk about the two options, if they play like the way they played the last Time will be so defensively with using the set pieces, using the Lomboster morale in the attack with Nockhart, with March, with, uh, with the other quality players, they build up with, uh, with the two central defenders, Stephens, they are so good. But maybe at home, the last game, you know, they decide to go more forward. So really, I don't know. We, we talk about and we can expect how we handle both situations.
1: In Formula One, the Mercedes driver, Valtteri Bottas, was fastest in practice ahead of tomorrow's Spanish Grand Prix, with teammate Lewis Hamilton just behind him. Ferrari have updated their cars ahead of the race, but Charles Leclerc and Sebastian Vettel remain a second behind the Mercedes pair yesterday. Former F1 driver, Julian Palmer, says there's no doubt which team is in control that team is Mercedes the team that have had four one two finishes in a row to start the season and they finished today one two as well Uh, Bottas ahead of Hamilton as he was in uh, in Baku last time out the time between them very close but they've got a a handy three-tenth gap to Ferrari who are third and fourth so a little bit of work to do for the men in red this evening overtaking is at a premium around this Barcelona circuit Uh, there's a lot of Corners basically is twisty circuit there's not a lot of long straights and big braking zones so qualifying is even more crucial than uh, than usual The Hong Kong Ladies' Open in Fanling is in its second day and China's Du Mohan is maintaining her lead at nine under par, ahead of Taiwan's Wu Chi Yun, who is at eight under. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Meanwhile, a senior think tank official says foreign critics of the extradition changes are just scoring political points and Hong Kong culls 6,000 pigs after its first African swine fever case. The news from RTHK.
0: RTHK Radio 3. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes, with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week, uh, we have a very special show on offer. Inspired by Radio 3's Poetry Competition 2019, we devote the entire show to new and classic French poetry, but to music by some of the best musicians ever. As always, Giovannotti says it so well in Italian. We're still the belly button of the world. And, uh, as we said, we're devoting the entire show to French poetry, from classic poets to new ones, as well as going back to the Middle Ages. We'll get to that a bit later. Starting off with something more or less uh, contemporary, Marc Lavoine interprets this poem by Apollinaire. Marc Lavoine is a singer, songwriter, and actor uh, in his own right, and he records, sang Le Pont Mirabeau, the Mirabeau Bridge in Paris, a poem composed by Guillaume Apollinaire in uh, 1913, just before the First World War, in his uh, collection of poetry called Alcohol, that's alcohols in the plural, uh, and it's, uh, the poem is about him, uh, his rupture with uh, marie Laurencin. And the poem is about lost love, likening it to the flow of the River Seine under the Mirabeau Bridge in Paris. It starts uh, under the Mirabeau Bridge, flows the Seine and our